Good morning. Good morning. Let me remove that for a minute. <laughs> good to see everybody here today. Welcome to the Odeo Learning Channel. We are we're just kind of working our way through a little here, a little there, and seeing how we can better study Yah's word, right? Okay, so what I was inspired with this morning, I hope um I really just kind of have some some fairly simple things, but um Hopefully they will be enriching and meaningful to you guys. And um, it's just, I'm just kind of sharing how I do things. <coughs> Excuse me. My voice is really rough this morning, but we're going to plow through. All right. So you'll see that later today, um, J James and Lee are traveling. So we're not going to have our regular shows on today. But what I did was record the book of First Samuel. I finished the entire book except the last couple of chapters, which when I get done with this um, class or, or this presentation, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So we'll be airing those over uh, today and, and, and probably tomorrow. And um, we'll be back on live then tomorrow night, Robert and I and James and Lee for our uh, Torah fellowship, but that's kind of what we've got going on right now. But anyway, what I wanted to share today, um, as I've been, you know, reading through this book of first Samuel, things just start popping out at me when I do the books like that. That's why I'm enjoying doing the, the readings because I'm getting so much out of it myself, um, from reading through like that and things just hitting me. And it's starting to make puzzle pieces fall together. So this one really hit me. And especially, I think it goes along with what we were just talking about and the mercy poured forth this morning. And so this is 
Hannah's prayer. And so let's just read through it. It's 1 Samuel 2 verses 1 through 11. And then I'll show you what else I had seen in that. So let me make that bigger. All right. So it says, and Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in Yahweh. My horn is exalted in Yahweh. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in your Yeshua. There is none holy as Yahweh, for there is none beside you. Neither is there any rock like our Elohim. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For Yahweh is an Elohim of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were full have hired themselves, have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased. So that the barren has borne seven, and she that has many children is waxed feeble. Yahweh kills and makes alive. He brings down to Sheol and brings up. Yahweh makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and lifts up. He raises up the poor out of the dust and lifts up the, up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are Yahweh's and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his Hasid, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of Yahweh shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. Yahweh shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Okay. And then Elkanah went to Ramah to his house and the child did minister unto Yahweh before Eli the priest. This is when they were delivering Samuel to fulfill Hannah's vow, right? All right. So now let's look at what we had here. Let me back up. So I did a few, I, I did, I started going through just a few of the words here. So let's start out. In 1 Samuel 2, 1, and Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in Yahweh. My horn is exalted in Yahweh. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in your Yeshua. So that really caught my attention. You know, this is just how I do it. Whatever's catching my attention, I'm reading through, you know, in my suffer and I've got it there. And then I go, hmm, my mouth is enlarged. So then I bring up my... Uh, version here and I I switch it over to the King James Version plus let me see if it'll do it like this sorry the KJV plus and I'll go in and I'll go oh okay my mouth 6310 is enlarged I wonder what that means and then I start trying to find you know find out I click and and it'll bring it up out of the dictionaries here, right? It starts coming right up, comes right up there. So in Strong's, it's just taking, it's slow. So I'm not going to go through this whole process. Okay. So 
so that's how I look. And so then I see, well, what is the word? Well, 60 through 10 um, for mouth is the word pay, just like the letter pay. Okay. And it's spelled with a pay and a hay on the end. And so I've put it there in the pictograph, right? The pay and the hay. So that's exactly what it looks like. It's a mouth that's speaking something that should be paid attention to. Something, you know, is being revealed by what's coming forth out of the mouth. Okay. So then it's got rakab, this enlarged, right? So it's got a resh here. It has a het and a bet. Okay. So I'm looking at this going, okay, this phrase is pay rakab. What does this mean? As I'm looking at it, then I try to form a definition based on what I understand about the context text of the prayer and the letters that I'm seeing, the odiote, which make up these, these words, right? So what I'm seeing is, wow, be amazed, right? From this right here, from the hay. This is something that's worth paying attention to. That's a man, he's got his hands. It's like, wow, right? Every time I see it, that's kind of what I think. It's like, it, something's happening to, to make you stop and, and pay attention. So be amazed, astonishing speech, right? It, it's like, you know, something, something that's worth paying attention to is coming forth out of the mouth. Okay. Astonishing speech is coming forth from the house separated unto the chief prince. So where do I see that? Here's the house and it's been separated. So we've got a bet and a het. Okay. So this house, there's a, there's a division here, right? There's a wall there is something that's separating. Okay. Unto the chief prince. So it's saying this house um, is separated unto this particular prince, this particular ruler, okay? So my mouth is enlarged over my enemies. Well, I know who, uh, who this is Hannah talking, right? She's already said who it is that's her leader. She's already proclaimed that right here. She said, my heart rejoices in Yahweh. So we know who her chief prince is, right? And so her mouth, has been and her speech has been separated purposely to honor her prince leader, right? And he's giving her the ability to speak with authority. He is enlarging her. He's making the words that come out of her mouth powerful and effective and sharper than any two-edged sword. This is what's happening with Pei Rakab right? He's put the, the sword of his word in her mouth. And that's what happened. Her mouth has been enlarged over her enemies, right? What, what did we know about her story? She went, she prayed, she, she wept, she was hurting, right? And so she goes before, she's accused, you know, she's accused of being a, a loose, drunken woman, right? And that's not it at all. She's just praying from the depths of her heart. And when she's humble about it and she says, no, that's not me. I'm not a daughter of Baal. <laughs> that's not who I am. I don't serve Belial, 
right? I'm not a daughter of Belial, is what she said to Eli. And then he realizes, no, she's not some drunken woman. She's, you know, truly praying. So he says, oh, well, then let your request be granted, right? Okay. So this is what's happened. You know, her speech has been enlarged. What she is saying is powerful, right? And it lines up with everything we know about the word. We speak in faith. Okay, let's look a little bit further. So I'm just showing you guys like how I finish, I, I figure stuff like this out, okay? And then what I do, and so I wanted to share this with you too before I even go further in this. What I do when I figure out words like this, I keep this little box. Let me Let me remove this for a minute so I can show you. Okay, so I have this one little box, right? I picked a flowery one because I like flowers. You can tell I'm always got something with flowers on it, right? Um, so I picked this one and then I have index cards. And on my index cards, when I'm trying to figure something out, and this is funny, normally I keep them in order, but this, if I'm in a hurry, I'll just throw them in and then later I'll go back and alphabetize them. And I alphabetize them according to the English that I'm trying to figure out, right? And then I can find them easy. But this is the one that I had on top. It was Fauci because I was trying to figure out. So what I do with things like that is I put the word in. So that's an Italian name. So I'm I go to Google Translate for this part and I I translate out from Google Translate from Italian to Hebrew and then I look at it from there, right? To see what it is. And in Hebrew, um it's um Megal, which is a sickle, something that's coming to to strike things down, right? to separate, to produce or discharge pus as a wound. <laughs> I found that funny. So that's what I do. But anyway, I do this and I keep my, my cards like this. Every time I figure something out, I try to put it on a card. And that way, if I lose, when I lose the internet, you know, well, then I still have my research in an easy way for me to find and continue to share and learn. So I just thought I'd share that little tip. That's how I do it. It'll work for anybody. Now, if I, one of the things that, that I like to do too, is I keep this little, this one little hole punch, right? And if I find then verses that I really like, and it's more than one index card, can contain and I don't want to lose them, I can punch a little hole at the top, put a little string around them. And that way I have a set on a particular topic, right? That will all go together. So that's another idea. This works great for your, you know, being a homeschool mom, I'm, I'm just really practical like that. You know, I'm always thinking if I have to teach you know, how I taught my child or my grandchildren or other kids or whoever, I'm always thinking, how can I do this easily? How can I learn easily? And so that's just a, a great way. And, and it gets your kids involved and then they, they're working on it. Another thing that I wanted to share with you guys, like, this is what I do. I buy myself things like this, right? The ABC practice guide, right? But you know, I know how to write my ABC letters. So these, this is perfect, right? 
as a guide right there for being able to put your pictographs in. I haven't even started using that one, but like this is another one I had bought for myself, right? And what I did was I took a picture of the Hebrew uh, out of my Hebrew Old Testament. This is Zephaniah 3 verse 8, and it shows how every single letter out of the Hebrew is used in that right before it tells us that he's going to restore a pure language. This helps me think about, you know, okay, why am I doing this? These are great. I found it on Amazon, extremely affordable. And so it just gives you the normal block script. And if you're going to really study the pictograph, it's not that you can just memorize the pictograph you've got to understand these modern how it's written in the modern too because that's going to make all the difference and being able to translate back and forth and the only way that i have found that is effective to really get that in your brain is doing things i i tend to be very creative so i do things that cause me to write it to to actually do it to think about it to go over it over again to look at it this way and look at it the other way you know as i'm doing it and then it just gets in your brain and then before you know it you're reading along and you can really you know think about what it is that that you're doing and that you're reading i just thought of one more thing i wanted to share with you guys give me a second let me see if it's behind me it is okay this is another thing I really like having on hand. It's called a Hebrews, uh, a Hebrew, a reader's a Hebrew Bible, right? And so this, the entire thing is in the Hebrew text, just like it, it was in the scrolls. So I can, as I'm going along, I can, you know, verify which patch, passage of scripture I'm in and say, you know, is what Strong's telling me true? Is that really how it's written there? You know, it, is that the actual thing? And, and it shows you down at the bottom, it interprets all the letters. It's got numbers and it interprets and gives you an English transliteration, you know, but it, it just helps to be able to look at things in that way and see you know, is this lining up, right? And so it's all these different things. It's all the different tools that make such a big difference when you're trying to learn the Hebrew and the, and the, and the word pictures. And I wish I could tell you more about Greek, but I've spent most of my time on the Hebrew. So the Greek, I, I tend to struggle with myself, but maybe we'll get to that part eventually. Okay, so let me go see. Okay, so let me then add this back. I wanted to share a little bit more with you out of Samuel. Um, I didn't get all the way through it. There's so much in here. I just didn't get all the way through it, but I figured I'd share with you guys what I did get, right? And then I'll have to leave the rest to your own study and I'm going to finish it out too for myself. But I believe that she is addressing principalities and powers through this proclamation prayer that she had, which means we can incorporate this ourselves into our proclamation prayer. This is what I do all the time when I find powerful prayers in scripture, you know, 
I, I claim those as my very own and say, I know this, I'm getting it right. I'm saying it right. I'm doing it right because you put it in your holy scriptures for us to be able to use this as a, as a sword for ourselves and to pick this sword up. So this is a, a wonderful one. First Samuel 2, 1 through 10. You need a proclamation prayer that Yah is faithful and there's none like him. And to tell the adversary that, this is perfect for that. Let's pick back up in 1 Samuel 2, 2. There is none holy as Yahweh, for, for there is none beside you, neither is there any rock like our Elohim. Talk no more exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For Yahweh is an Elohim of knowledge and by him actions are weighed. So I, I just found that so interesting. So I had to look up this exceedingly proudly, right? Talk no more exceedingly proudly. It's right there. Okay. So, so exceedingly proudly. Well, when I looked it up, it was H1364, H1364. It's the same word, you know? And so I looked it up and I wanted to verify that out of the Hebrew. Did they really do this word twice? So I went to my e-sword to, uh, to the Hebrew version, the Hebrew Old Testament with Strong's numbers. And I can see, yes, it's the exact same word. It's the H1364. At twice. So he said this, Gaboha, Gaboha, right? <laughs> this is what he said about their the talk that was proceeding from their mouths, right? It was Gaboha, Gaboha, okay? So it's Gimel, Bet, Hey, Hey, right? So again, we've got the Hey uh, repeating, like, when I, I see in scripture, when Yah is saying something, it's really important. It's just to me like a parent, right? Don't make me tell you again. <laughs> you know, When I had to say that to my daughter, you know, when I had to get to that point to where I'm going, don't make me repeat myself. You know, I, I'm, it means I'm about done with this discussion. I'm about done going down this road. You know, if they, I, I'm about to use a different form of communication with you. If you can't understand that I'm saying this repeatedly to you so that you get it right. And I think that that's what Yah does when we say him, when we hear him say, whoa, 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 you know, or repeating something twice. He's, he's really trying to say, I need for you to get this, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it as loudly and as clearly as I know how. And so he did that here. He's telling them, don't be using your words so exceedingly proudly, gaboha, gaboha, right? And so I've put it right here. And it is the gimel, right? Which is like a camel's foot. It's a mode of traveling. It's a, it's sending something's going forth, right? And it's going forth out of the house. It's going forth from an inner chamber. What's in my house in the inner chamber? The way that I think, the way that I process things, the decisions that I make, right? Right. 
you know, the way that I've chosen to live my life, the house that I've decided to reside in. Okay. So really, you know, I'm looking at this. If this is someone who is a traveler, a traveler's house, well, that's a foreigner, you know, it's not somebody really residing in the, in the inner chamber. It's a, it's a foreigner's house. It's like a nomad. It, it's, it's traveling around and it's saying, wow, wow, you know? Okay. So that's what I'm looking at here. Exceedingly proudly, the house of the foreigner. Whoa. <laughs> right. And so then I looked at this arrogant mouth on top of it. And so this, we've got a thok pay when we looked at it. This arrogancy is this a thok right over here. And then pay again over here. Remember, we read from right to left. So we've got an, an ayin and a tav and a kuf, right? So you've got this, this sight, right? That's in a covenant with something that should have been left behind, right? That's arrogancy. There's, we've set our eyes on a covenant that Yah would have preferred stayed away from us, stayed distant from us, right? That wasn't what he wanted for us. He didn't want us to be in covenant with that, okay? And it's an arrogancy. And it's coming forth from the mouth, okay? Then we've got 1 Samuel 2, 4, the bows of the mighty men are broken and they that stumbled are girded with strength. So I had started to look at this, you know, the bow and, and arrows. And I found that very interesting things being shot forth, right? And, and this is the Gibor, mighty men, the Giborim, right? And what, what is Yah saying? They have been broken. The bows, the things that they're using to shoot forth have been of the bows the arrows coming from the Giborim are now broken and they that stumbled are girded with strength. He's like, he's saying, I'm switching things around. They have decided that they want everything that is bitter to be considered sweet, everything that's evil to be considered good. And Yah is saying in this prayer right here, it's not going to stay that way. Hannah's proclaiming it, that, that it will not stay that way, right? So that was really just all I had time to get through for that particular thing. There's a lot more in there. And, and I pray that you guys um, dig in some more too. But I just wanted to share some tools and I hope y'all enjoyed that, you know, just for some learning tools. And I hope you enjoyed the first Samuel presentation um, over the next few days. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow night when we have um, our Friday night fellowship for Let's Talk Torah. And we just kind of bat around a few things that caught our attention from the Torah portion. And we encourage you guys to put in whatever you guys saw there too, and we'll discuss it together. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I wish you shalom. Oh, yeah. Sing and
Glory and power, here to, here to. 